Hey folks, Scott and I are back this week with another great topic. Um, so this week I want to talk to you guys about puppies and socialization and why it is important. Um, so before I even get started with that and, and talk about socialization, um, let me tell you guys why, um, what actually, let's backtrack here. So sure. let me tell you what socialization means for a puppy. And then I want to talk to you guys about why it's important. So socializing your puppy just means um, exposing your dog to many new environments, animals, people, places, and things um, without being overly stimulated. Um, so meaning that it's not going to overwhelm them um, so that later on in life, they're more accustomed and not so much triggered and fearful of things um, in the future. So basically why it's so important, because again, um, you don't want your dog to be fearful in the future, but also it makes for a more relaxed dog. Um, if they experience the environment when they're younger opposed to when they're older and, you know, they're a little bit more fearful. Also, um, it makes them more comfortable in situations if you socialize them earlier on to different um, places, people, and things. Um, but the main thing I would say in the calls that I get most are the reactive and barking dogs. And that's like a, a reason um, that they are barking and becoming aggressive because they are under-socialized under um, at a younger age. And then when they go out into the world and start to see things, they bark and they lunch because they're trying to get it away and they're fearful. So that's why socialization is important too. But we'll talk more about that. First, Archie. Archie is how old now? He just turned five. Five. So when he was younger, did you like take him everywhere and socialize? And what did you do for our socialization? I wouldn't say we took him everywhere, but we did take him to obedience classes. We tried to take of him course. outside. We did, we did, I guess, like we did the puppy class. We did puppy kindergarten, puppy. And then like we did about three or other classes after that, just to get him used to being around other dogs. Exactly. When he was old enough, we took him to like dog parks and that sort of thing, just to let him play. There's a few like good ones with like a lot of space near us type of thing. Um, mm -hmm. And then we just tried to like walk him where we live in a condo. So. He would see other people. We're not as isolated. Like if you live in a house, maybe you don't see as many people. Exactly. It's a friendly building. So he did meet a bunch of other dogs. And uh, he has like dog best friends since puppy because of that. Um, so, yeah, it's been interesting because we found that for whatever reason, as he grew up, maybe the, the people, maybe we didn't socialize him enough with all kinds of different dogs because yep. he got very attached to the dogs that he liked. And now as he meets other dogs, he's like, no new friends. So Exactly. Exactly. And that, and that happens. And so that's why it's piggybacking on that before I jump into the other reasons socialization is important. That's why when I work with my clients, especially with puppies earlier on, I give them a socialization checklist um, to socialize your dog at each and every stage, like two months, three months, four months, and, and so forth moving forward. Because um, a lot of times when we think about socialization, Again, people don't know what that really means. It's more than just taking your dog out and about and just letting them explore the world. If you want to be specific about it, but I'll get more into that, uh, why Archie likes playing to his friends more so than um, new dogs. And that's because, again, he didn't have those experiences. Yeah. So you want to make sure if you want your dog to hang out with a golden retriever, that you're hanging around golden retrievers. If you want them to hang out around a beagle, that you're hanging around beagles. So they like you know, they socialize with everyone and everything, but that's you know why RG was clinging on to friends. Yeah. Um, so also um, what socialization includes, I'm gonna go through some of that um, and what it entails. So the earlier you can socialize your dog, the better. I know a lot of people are getting puppies for Christmas um, and things like that. 
the most important time of a dog's life is within the first eight weeks. And a lot of those times we don't have the dogs. Um, they're either with the breeders or they're at the shelter. Um, so we're just hoping that wherever they are, they're being socialized. Um, but we'll get into questions to ask when you're adopting a dog or rescuing a dog and stuff like that. But the earlier you can get them into experiencing different people, places and things, um, the better. So you want to make sure that you're getting them out and about. Um, another reason why socialization is an important, um, believe it or not, because it um, gives longevity in a dog's life. Because if you think about it, um, the mental aspect of not being socialized, if they're home all the time, they may get a little bit depressed in return. They may not eat. So it's kind of like a trickle-down effect to like if, um, their uh, mental well-being and their health as well, if that makes sense. Um, this, um, since um, RT does have his doggy friends, does he get sad when he can't see them? Uh, sometimes. We've been here long enough that everyone's kind of moved away. So now we have okay. play dates where he sees them and he's super excited when he sees them. Um, but it's sort of like, he, he's not like super sad, but he's always like happy to go to the different events. If we tell him we're going to see, he, mm -hmm. he, sort of, he recognizes names. So he has an association with the name yes. of the dog. So if we yes. say, hey, we're going to go see this dog's name. Then he gets super excited. He gets yeah. like very hurting. He's like, we need to go now. And you that's know? where I think he gets very excited. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he's like, yes. Oh, yep. I'm got My wife has a tendency to let him know way too early that we're going to see that dog. So then he's excited for like an hour when it could have just been like 10 minutes. I know. Away. It's like the kids don't tell him we're going to Disney yet. Exactly. <laughs> right. So dog yeah. the same way. Yep. And so another reason socialization is important, which a lot of folks may not think about, is for grooming purposes. Um, even in the case, um, if you're going to hire a professional groomer, they need to, need to be accustomed with other people. And especially if they're doing something so evasive, um, such as touching the paws and nails. So you want to make sure social, socialization, um, they're used to going to different peoples and stuff. And you want to make sure that they're able um, to allow their paws to be pet. Oh, sorry, my paper fell. You want to be, be sure that socialization... Um, Part of them being approached by other people, being touched by other people so that they're able to touch their paws, touch their ears and stuff. Um, when I have clients that, you know, call me for our socialization, there's a few ways you can go about it, just to touch on that briefly. But speaking of grooming, in the puppy star class that I teach, if you're getting a puppy, you want to start being a puppy star class because that will give you like the socialization you need. And also it touches on grooming as well, how to go about, you know, having your dog feel uncomfortable with, you know, touching other ears, the paws and feet. And that's all part of socialization. So you want to take grooming into consideration when you're socializing your puppy. Also, a big thing, people want to take their dogs everywhere. So if you're traveling by car, train, bus, or flight, you want to make sure your dogs are socialized that way. Not that you have to book a trip just to make sure your dog's socialized, but just, you know, getting them out. A lot of times, not a lot, but some of the times out here, you know, clients will call and they're like, you know what? I just got my dog. I brought them home and they are terrified. Uh, you know, they got them in the car. They were drooling. They were throwing up. You know, come to find out they had a bad experience. Maybe they came from a rescue from the south and they was on a truck on the way up. It was a bumpy ride. And so that gave them a negative um, experience. So now they're getting a ride home from wherever they're rescued from and they associate that. So you just want to make sure that whatever mode of transportation you're using, that you're actually, you know, submerging your dog in that and making sure they're comfortable so they can enjoy um, being out and about with you guys. And you don't want to get into the habit of where, you know, you want to take your dog out, which you just can't, because you know they're going to throw up in a car and such and such. How's Archie with traveling? 
He's good. Like in the beginning, he was a little rough with the motion, but sometimes yeah. sometimes it just takes time for them to normalize and get used to it. Like a handful of trips. When we actually got him, we got him from a breeder that was about five, six hours away. So his first ride home was very long. And exactly. then, uh, but like after that, he was a little bit of motion sickness here and there. But after he got used to it and he got a little bigger, he was fine. I think it's just sometimes they just have to not get used to it, much like a lot yep. of times we experience new things and we have just have to get used to that sensation and be able to sort exactly. of normalize it, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah. And a big thing about, just a quick tip about when you're introducing your dog and you're socializing them to things, you don't, you want to make sure that they're not overstimulated, which means that they're not like backing away or you have, they have whale eyes where you can see the whites of their eyes and they're terrified. It doesn't mean that you can't bring them to that environment. Like I talk about distraction a lot and building up to the, you know, amount of distraction you watch your dog to perform the behavior and socialization is the same way. So if you're going to a park and there's like 15 dogs there and you notice your dog is like, you know, stressed out or like backing away and stuff. Maybe you want to go to the dog park where there's like three dogs there, yeah. you know, and yeah. still socialize them. So you just want to make it less stressful for them and, you know, a little bit milder in that yeah. manner. So keep that in mind when I'm going through these tips and you're thinking about, ah, where can I take my dog or what can I do? Um, speaking of environments, of course, like I said, um, you want to make sure that you want to get your dog out and about different environments. So again, the snow is coming if you live in New England or, or an area where you get snow. So you want to make sure that you're getting them out in the snow or the rain or any type of, you know, temperature. If you live in like stuff below temperature, you want to make sure you socialize your dog to that as well. And also another thing that I think uh, folks miss too is surfaces. That's a big one. Making sure that they're able to walk, of course, on pavement, but sand if you're going to the beach, um, walking up and down stairs. Dogs don't automatically know how to do that. I do um, in my private training, um, help the clients teach their dog how to walk up and down the stairs. Those are some things that a dog doesn't know. And just throwing there, walking on leashes, dogs, doesn't know, they don't know that either. So those are all things that sometimes we think they should know because they are a dog, but they just don't. So just make sure that looking at your surroundings, having to go in grass, having to go up and down stairs, just submerge them to everything. Also, um, when, you, when I'm talking about people, people, people of different height, sh short people, tall people, big people, small people, people with glasses on, hats on, you don't think about right. that. Opening and closing umbrellas, opening right. and closing doors, the noises and stuff like that. So you really want to get down to like the nitty gritty of like your daily routine and kind of go through your like morning to end and think about the places you think, take your dog, the things you see in and take a look around and think, you know, how does a dog react to that? And they kind of will give you the cue whether they love that or whether they don't, you can start there as well. Um, also, it reduces aggression and negative behaviors. So like I said, a lot of times when you see a dog lunging and barking, that's um, due to under socialization. So they just didn't get out as much early on. Or maybe, you know, like I said, the pandemic was a big trigger for the barking and lunging dogs because we just wasn't allowed to go outside or they just weren't getting out enough. And then that's, you know, the dogs are getting out. Boom. And especially during the pandemic, a lot of folks were getting puppies and then they were in the house and they let you know, throw them into this big world and then they're fearful. And so I would say for me as a dog trainer, um, that's probably the number one reason why I would like folks to socialize their dog. And amongst the, all these reasons I'm telling you, um, because it really does for the families, they're not able to walk their dogs. And I know they want to enjoy that, you know, they're stressed out walking their dogs. So just try earlier on, you know, just getting them out and about so you can uh, avoid this. And I already touched on um, this earlier 
uh, longevity of the dog. So they're not like depressed and stuff. I know a lot of folks are working from home. And so folks' schedule has changed. So just make sure that you're getting your dog out and about. If you can't, alternative solutions like taking your dog to a doggy daycare or hiring a dog walker or any other forms just to get them out and about. Um, and the last one, which, you know, let me add this one on to my favorites, to build like a positive relationship with you, you know, and other people. You want a dog that's friendly, well-mannered, yes. able to take everywhere. So you want to make sure that you're socializing them. So, you know, when people are coming into the house, they're not like fearful, barking and things like that. And it's just overall, you know, good. How is Archie when people come to the house? Uh, generally pretty good. He gets excited. I think one of the things you touched on, and maybe it's just by pure accident, we he really didn't engage with a lot of people when he was young that are like, especially guys that are taller. So like mm -hmm. any guy that's like six foot and over, uh, I'm like 5'10", 5'11". So any guy that's like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, he just, he backs away from. And so exactly. he's like not used to it. So he's like, whoa, you're very big. So even though he's mm -hmm. a big guy, like Archie himself, like he doesn't, he's just not used to it. So yep. like you said, like getting all those different experiences, just variety. And they don't always have to be like put into the experience, but even if they just see it, like even just taking a car drive and looking out the window sometimes in the beginning. Yes. You know, or it's sitting sort of on the front porch or sitting out yeah. on the balcony and just letting them observe and take in the world. Yeah. Um, uh, one thing I hear too, which is true, um, if your dog's not vaccinated or they don't have all their shots, then you you you, you know it's not safe to really take them out and you know socialize yeah, them. So you know, of course, just sitting on your porch, you know, letting them observe the world or just carrying them, taking them for a car ride, you know, anything except for letting them mingle and stuff until you know your vet says it's okay. Um, and a lot of folks are concerned about that, but there are other ways, which I just, you know, recommend it for socializing your dog. Especially, so, especially this time of year, like when there's so much snow, you um, find like a, a park with a big field, probably not a lot of people around, probably exactly. not many dogs. And so we got Archie in the beginning of January when we got him as a puppy. And so we just found like open fields that had some snow on it. And then we could play because mm -hmm. we know there's no other people around and we do some recall with them, just like fun stuff. But like you exactly. said- just getting them the experience and just sitting on the porch, like Archie, a morning walk. He won't walk yep. very far, but he'll want to sit for like five, 10 minutes and just like take in the world. So it's exactly, exactly. They're very curious. They like to look around. So just let them explore and take in the world, give them some treats and let them hang out. But um, like I said, I know everyone, not everyone, but I know Christmas is a holiday that are a popular time to get puppies. So I definitely wanted to do this live for folks to make yeah. sure um, at minimum, if you know, of course, get training on both immediately if you can. Yeah. But the number one thing, if you can't do anything first, is socialization. So I hope you guys were able to take away some good tips for your dogs. Um, even if you don't have puppies and they're a little bit older, still socialize them. It's never too late just to get your dog out there. But I hope you guys got some really um, t good tips to move forward in socializing your dog. And I hope you guys uh, pop back in next week and enjoy it for the great live. For sure. Okay, guys. We'll see right. you later. See you next week. See you next week.